from the Cave Crew Radio and you're listening to Alex Cardinelli on the American Variety Network. Tonight's episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Blue Zoo Aquatics. Saltwater Fish Keeper's one-stop online source for the best saltwater, livestock, and equipment. Now, through May 31st, 2016, listeners of the American Variety Network can save 15% off their order using coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL, AVN April Deal, in capital letters. Blue Zoo Aquatics now presents this episode of American Variety Network. Hello, tropical fish keepers and saltwater enthusiasts. Welcome to Aquatic Wetline, the one and the only podcast for fish keepers. Aquatic Wetline, believe it or not, has been running for three years. I'm your host. Aqua Alex Cardinelli. First, I want to tell you thank you very much for tuning into today's show. I value your listen and I hope that you enjoy today's show. Now, tonight I'm going to be talking about a saltwater fish that is loved in the hobby by a lot of saltwater fish keepers and by a lot of people. I'm going to be talking about saltwater angelfish. Now, I don't want any of my listeners being confused because freshwater also has angelfish, but the saltwater angelfish have no relation whatsoever to the freshwater angelfish. They are completely 
different fish. However, the freshwater angels are very nice, and I love them very much as well. Matter of fact, when I get back into freshwater, which I will eventually, I'll have uh, freshwater angels, but I love the saltwater angels as well. Now, I've done numerous shows on freshwater angelfish over the years here on Aquatic Wetline, but I haven't done a show on saltwater angels. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Now, when we think of saltwater angelfish, we think of the king of the saltwater hobby, and that is the emperor angel. But there are just as many more gorgeous saltwater angels out there, including the queen angelfish, the rock beauty angelfish, the bicolor dwarf angel, the flame angel, the coral beauty angel, and more. There's a wide variety of different kinds of saltwater angels. So tonight, for those of you who may or may not know about saltwater angels, I'm going to do my best to give you some information on these gorgeous fish. I'm going to talk about the different kinds of angelfish and their care levels and how to take care of them in the aquarium and in the aquarium hobby. I'm also going to talk about whether or not saltwater angels are reef safe. So there's going to be a lot of information on this show. Now, some of the angelfish that I do plan on discussing include emperor angels, queen angels, Koran angels, anularis angels, and some dwarf angelfish. Now, I've got a couple of questions from some of my listeners that I'm going to answer tonight. The first question is, are saltwater angelfish hard to keep? Can a beginner to saltwater keep angelfish? And also the next question from a listener is, the difference between large saltwater angelfish and dwarf angelfish? I'll answer those questions as well. So listeners, please bear with me. This is going to be my very first ad-lib show in nearly three years. It's, it's no secret I've been using a script for the last couple of years, but starting tonight, I'm going to be doing all ad-lib shows, not only here on Aquatic Wetline, but on American Variety Network as well. It's been a long time since I've done ad-lib shows. I know I can do it, so we're going to start tonight. So I'm just going to uh, read some of my notes, but I'm going to talk mostly about angelfish. So, let's get this episode started. Let's learn about saltwater angelfish. I'm ready to learn about these things. You are listening live to the Aquatic Wetline Radio Show, hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. What's swimming in the tank today? What tropical fish are we talking about today? Let's dive into the fish tank and find out. We'll see you right now here on the Aquatic Wetline. Enjoy the show. Alright, so let's begin talking about saltwater angelfish. And I want to start this show 
by talking about why I like saltwater angelfish. Now, there's a lot of colorful fish in the saltwater side of the hobby, but I think that saltwater angelfish are absolutely gorgeous. Now, unlike many other fish in the aquarium hobby, saltwater angelfish start out as gorgeous juveniles, and then they transform into stunning adults. Angelfish like emperor angels, Koran angels, blue face angels, majestic angels, and all of those large angels all go through color changes as they mature. And that's what I really like about the saltwater angelfish. Some of the dwarf angels stay the same, but they are very colorful. I love the colors that the saltwater angels have. Now, there's a lot of variety of angelfish. There's pretty much an angelfish for every tank out there, being a medium tank. 29 gallons to 55 gallons to a larger tank, 75 gallons up to 500 gallons or bigger. There are dwarf angels and there are large angels. So practically every saltwater fish keeper can keep an angelfish of some sort. Now, some saltwater angelfish are really hardy, like the uh, Coral Beauty angelfish or the Flame angel. The emperors are probably one of the most hardier of the uh, large saltwater angels. Some people have had problems with emperors, but in my research it says if you start off with a 4 to 5 inch emperor, you should be good. Uh, Koran angels are very hardy. But mostly, most of the angels are hardy. There are a few species of saltwater angels that are difficult, and I'll talk about that tonight. Now, most angelfish are commonly available. Emperors, Koran, Queen, Flame, and Coral Beauty seem to be the most common in the Massachusetts area. And you see all these species of angelfish on live aquaria and blue zoo aquatics. By the way, if you're looking for a saltwater angelfish, you can get one for 15% off by using the coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL, all in capital letters, on Blue Zoo Aquatics. Now, for angelfish, the thing I like about them is they have a wide variety of price ranges. Uh, they defer because some angels will cost you $29, some will cost you $200, and then there's a few angels that will cost you thousands of dollars. So they have a wide variety of price ranges. Now, next thing that I like about saltwater angels is that some can be kept in a reef aquarium, like your dwarf angels, but some can't, like your emperors and your larger angels. But they're all nice looking. For some reason I can't explain, I don't know what the reason is, Saltwater angelfish remind me of a freshwater fish, Oscars. I mean, they have the same body shape and similar appearance, and they sure do eat like Oscars because my juvenile emperor angel, who is four to five inches, by the way, 
uh, is eating like a pig. He eats mussels, he eats nori, he eats frozen food, he eats a lot. That's why it reminds me of Oscars. Now, for those of you who say that Emperor Angels are hard to keep, um, I don't know if they are hard to keep. Because I am doing really well, and I'm only nine months into the saltwater hobby. I do regular water changes, and I feed them quite often. So if you're thinking about keeping an emperor angel, you should make sure to feed often and do water changes. But we'll talk about emperor angels a little bit later on in the show. So... I'm going to give out some general information about saltwater angels that I found upon my research. Now, angelfish, as we know, are a small family of tropical, reef-dwelling marine life. Although the family is small, these fish are often among the most conspicuous reef dwellers due to their vividly colored bodies and interesting flattened shape. I personally think the saltwater angelfish are as popular as the freshwater angelfish are in the freshwater hobby. A lot of people who collect fish in Indonesia, Philippines, and all over the world for saltwater, one of the fish they always collect are angelfish. And that's because their bright colors and shape make them favorites in the saltwater aquarium industry. The pet trade is among the largest threat to this family. Why is that? Because... People are out there collecting uh, adult emperor angels, adult queen angels, and all of these different species of angelfish for people that want them in their home aquarium. Now, let's talk about the angelfish's body. Upon my research, in general, angelfish are triangular in shape, and they have laterally compressed or flattened bodies. They closely resemble their relatives, the butterfly fish, which we'll talk about some other time on Aquatic Wetline. The only characteristic that distinguishes angelfish from the butterfly fish is a small spine in front of their gill and below the eye. Angelfish are vibrantly colored and have long, continuous dorsal fins. Another characteristic of these colorful fish is a small mouth. Now, angelfish live in habitats along coral reefs, and any shallow underwater structure will suffice. Now, the coral reefs are the most prominent habitat because they supply the algae, which make up the angelfish's diet. Now, most species inhabit waters in the Indo-Pacific region, although the warm waters of the Caribbean are home to a few species. Now, angelfish are hermaphrodites. Like many other reef fish, all species of angelfish are hermaphrodites. These species all begin life as females and switch sex only when required. 
within the living structure of most species, one dominant male will be included among a small harem of female fish. Now, if the male is eaten, dies, or is otherwise removed from the community, the dominant female of the small community will switch sexes. Sex switching will also occur if a community becomes too large. One female will switch sex into male, and the Harlem will split into two or more. Now, there are approximately 80 different species of angelfish, all from tropical seas. Perhaps 20 of these species are routinely offered for sale by pet stores, with another 40 or so species being available from time to time. Now, breeding marine angelfish in captivity has eluded hobbyists. Some species of pygmy angels, a.k.a. dwarf angels, have been reported to spawn in small marine aquariums, but no fry have been raised. In nature, angelfish are egg scatters. At one time, a company was producing tank-raised angelfish hatched from eggs stripped from adult angelfish taken from reefs for this purpose. That's interesting. Now, the marine angelfish are probably the most popular species of saltwater fish kept by marine aquarists. The fantastic colors and relatively hardy nature of these fish make them extremely desirable. That is some information that I found on my research about saltwater angelfish that I wanted to share with you, my wonderful listeners. Now, when shopping for marine angelfish, or any saltwater aquarium fish for that matter, observe the fish closely, looking for some of the problems that I'm going to discuss. A lack of proper feeding response. Always request that a store employee feeds the fish that you are interested in before making a decision on whether or not you want to buy the fish. This ensures you that the fish is feeding properly on readily available foods. Obvious thinness in belly or back areas. This indicates that the fish either has gone without food for quite some time or it is not eating enough to sustain bodily functions. This is a sure sign of trouble in any fish species. Rapid breathing. This may be a sign of infection or a water quality problem. The normal respiration rate for angelfish is below 100 gill beats per minute. If the fish is respiring faster than this, you may want to look for another specimen. Frayed and torn fins indicate that the fish has probably been in physical conflict with another fish. This kind of fin damage prevents an opportunity for infection to occur. Often, your intuition will come into play. If something about a potential fish for aquarium does not feel right, try to determine why. The fish may be acting strangely, or the price may seem too high. Regardless of the reason, do not buy the fish. 
wait for a better specimen. Thought that that would be some good information to share with you. Now I know someone out there is going to ask, can I have more than one angelfish in a home aquarium? Well, angelfish typically exhibit aggression towards other angels. This means that they seldom tolerate the presence of others of their own kind in the small enclosed space of a home aquarium. They can also be aggressive toward other species of angelfish of similar size and shape. If an aquarist wishes to maintain more than one angelfish in a tank, it is best to build the population slowly, starting with a small angelfish. This gives the smaller fish an opportunity to create a territory it can defend before another angelfish is introduced. However, large angelfish can live with pygmy angels or dwarf angels. I've seen people combining emperors with flames or emperors with uh, bicolor angels. So you can keep large angels with dwarf angels. Specifically speaking, you don't want to mix large angels with other large angels unless you have a really large tank so that they can establish their own territories. But you can have a large angel with a pygmy angel. You also don't want to combine different kinds of pygmy angels because they will fight. Now with any fish... It is also important to know the care requirements of the particular angelfish species you are interested in. Find out the foods they are eating. Find out how large the fish will grow. And also, really important, you need to know the general hardiness of the angelfish species that you are interested in. Avoid very small specimens, less than one inch, because they must feed continuously to avoid starvation. Conversely, avoid very large specimens because they ship poorly and are much less likely to adapt to captivity, both in terms of available space and the foods likely to be offered by an aquarist. So it really is important to buy the right sized saltwater angelfish. For pygmy angels, that would be around two and a half inches to three inches. And for large juvenile angels, that would be 3.5 to 5 inches. It's also very important to carefully choose the species of angelfish you are going to buy. Not all species adapt equally well to captivity. You should also be aware that many species of angelfish change color as they mature. Now, in the case of the gray angel, this fish changes from an attractive black with yellow striped juvenile to a primarily gray colored adult. Sometimes, though, the color changes for the better. My favorite angel, the juvenile emperor angel, is basically blue with white stripes, whereas the adult is considered by many to be the most beautiful marine fish of all. These fish are expensive, particularly the adults. 
avoid the temptation to buy a less expensive juvenile emperor. However, in the belief that it will metamorph into the prized adult colors. So don't buy a less expensive juvenile thinking it's going to be okay and turn out to be a regular emperor, because sometimes it won't happen. Captivity seems to cause this transformation to go awry. Often the fish never completes the color change or the normal adult color patterns is attained, but the colors lack the vibrancy of adults taken from tropical seas. Alright, so let's talk about diseases that angelfish may get. Now, it is important to note that angelfish are not particularly prone to disease, but like other fish, they do develop problems from time to time. Aside from the normal bacteria and protozoan diseases that affect all marine fish, like it and velvet, there are some special problems to be aware of. Head and lateral line erosion syndrome is a disease problem common in angelfish, tangs, and groupers. The disease is slow to develop and is rarely fatal, but it permanently scars the fish that have it. It starts as tiny, light-colored areas on either side of the fish's head above and behind the eye. After a time, actual pits develop in the skin of the fish. Eventually, the erosion spreads down the body of the fish along the lateral line. Numerous causes for this disease have been suggested, and there are just as many cures. Currently, the most promising way to control head and lateral line erosion is to feed the fish foods high in vegetable fiber and some... Alright, so right now, I want to talk to you about hardy angelfish species. And I'm going to get in-depth on some of these species a little bit later on in the show. The first hardy marine angel is the yellowtail angel, also known as the cream angel. These ones get the six inches. They have fairly subdued colors, but they're handsome nonetheless. And they're not commonly available, but they are worth searching for. Another hardy angel is the pearl scale angel, the queen angel, the emperor angel, the french angel, and most of the dwarf species like the pygmy angel, the flame angel, the coral beauty angel, the multicolor angel, and some bicolor angels can actually be hardy, but there are some sensitive bicolor angels that don't adapt well to captivity. Now, I want to talk to you about the delicate angelfish species, and that is the Hawaiian banded angelfish, or Hawaiian banded angelfish. These are really delicate, and they rarely begin feeding on normal foods in captivity. They have to have live sponges. That's why the Hawaiian bandit angelfish is thousands of dollars.
Now, they label the bicolor angel as a delicate angelfish species, and the reason they do that is because less than half of these fish will live beyond six months. Some never eat in captivity, while others will pick up food and eventually starve. But this varies from fish to fish, and you may get lucky sometime. Now, barred angelfish are also delicate. They're prone to pygmy angel bloat syndrome. Fish does well for a few weeks and then develops edema. Very difficult to treat. The rock beauty angel is very difficult to keep alive despite efforts of experienced marine aquarists. There may be exceptions, but this species is best avoided. The regal angelfish is very difficult to keep, rarely accepts any foods in captivity. Reports indicate that very small specimens will sometimes begin eating normal foods. Alright, so right now I'm going to go ahead and start talking about the different kinds of angelfish. We'll start with my favorite one, the Emperor Angel. Now we all know the Emperor Angel is one of the most stunning fish you'll ever see in the aquarium hobby. Now, the angelfish can vary in durability in captivity. Adult emperor angelfish will definitely have a more difficult time acclimating than juvenile emperor angels. In most cases, the larger emperor angelfish will be more reluctant to accept captive foods. Though, with some patience, and if water quality and tank mates are not a problem, it usually will eat foods like frozen molasses shrimp and finely chopped seafood, example shrimps and scallop. Juvenile emperor angels tend to be less finicky, feeding on most available fish foods. Feed the emperor angelfish one to three times a day. So if you are a beginner saltwater fish keeper, I would personally recommend a juvenile emperor angel around the size 3.5 to 4 inches. Now, the color of the juvenile emperor angel and the adult are very different. The juvenile emperor angel is dark blue overall with concentric white circles on the body and lines on the head. The adult emperor angel is yellowish green with blue lines on the body and a black eye bar and chest shield. Emperor angelfish males have a blue face in front of the eye band, while in females, this area is gray. Now, as a juvenile emperor angel grows, it begins taking on some of the markings of the adult, which gradually replace all the juvenile color characteristics. In captivity, this metamorphosis can occur earlier than it would in the wild. And the final adult coloration may not be as splendid as that seen in a wild-caught 
adult emperor angelfish. The size at which one of these fish totally changes can vary greatly, but the smallest adult emperor angel measure about four inches in length. The emperor angel attains a maximum length of 15 inches. The angelfish is known from the east coast of Africa and the Red Sea east to the Hawaiian Islands. It is rare at this location. Now, the emperor angel makes its home on lagoon patch reefs, reef faces, channels, and four reef slopes at depths of 10 to 260 feet. Now, the juvenile emperor angelfish often hang out under ledges or near the mouth of caves, while adult emperor angelfish are more often seen patrolling over the open reef. Juvenile emperor angels occasionally clean other fish and may specialize in picking at large moray eels. The adult emperor angel defends a large territory that is home to two or more female emperor angels. The primary foods of the adult emperor angels are sponge and tudicates. A juvenile emperor angel is unlikely to cause behavioral problems in the home aquarium unless it is kept with another young emperor angel or a juvenile angel with a similar color pattern, such as the Korean angel. The young emperor angel does not usually catalyze attacks from fish, with the exception of similar angelfish. However, the emperor angel may occasionally be chased off by territorial bestnik species like dottybacks, hawkfish, and damselfish. Some good take mates for an emperor angel would include canes, fox faces, rabbit fish, puffers, triggers, groupers, and other large marine fish. Now, when it comes to the adult emperor angel, the bigger the aquarium, the better. An aquarium of at least 135 gallons is recommended for an adult emperor angel because they do get 15 inches in length. Make sure to have plenty of hiding spaces in your aquarium because emperor angels like to hide when they're frightened. Keep the water parameters for the Emperor Angel in the following ranges, pH 8.1 to 8.4, salinity 1.019 to 1.025, and a water temperature of 76 to 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, it is advisable to stay away from Emperor Angels that are either tiny or show size. I said this numerous times in today's show because it is really important. You are better off going for the larger juvenile emperor and the sub-adult or small-adult emperor angel as they tend to acclimate more readily to captive living. That is caring for the emperor angel. Now let's talk about the Korean angelfish. The Korean angel, also known as the semicircle angel, is said to be the easiest of the palm acanthus angels. To a certain extent, 
is that true? They have the same needs as other pomacanthus, but they are just not a touchy, making them an easier angel fish to keep. As they move into adulthood, they are smart and become very personable. Now the juvenile is It is colored dark blue with lighter blue edging and white semicircle markings. I apologize for the uh, quick little interruption there. My microphone was dying. Other common names it is known by that are described is juvenile form are semicircle angel, half circle angel, and half circled angel fish. The Korean angelfish is of medium difficulty. It is one of the best first fish for those new to keeping large angel. A single specimen can be kept in a 135 gallon as they get 15 inches like the emperor angel. The semicircle angelfish are not considered reef safe. For a fish only tank, the Korean angel has attitude even as a juvenile. So they need to be added to the tank last. They don't play nice with others. Bullying smaller, peaceful fish like blennies, clownfish, etc. They will also attack other angelfish. Adding them to a tank that is at least six months old is advisable. So there is plenty of live rock to graze on. Shape the rocks into cave-type formations to provide several hiding areas. And choose a juvenile between 2 to 5 inches for best results. The Korean Angel adult looks somewhat outlined. The body and gills in a bright, almost neon blue. The small mouth is yellowed. And the head could be a solid pale grayish blue or yellow to dark brownish yellow, devoid of any speckling. The midsection brightens up to a lighter yellow speckled with dark blue scales. The colors seem to reverse as you go toward the tail, with the body being the darker color having yellow, green, or blue scales. This darker color covers the back three-fourths of the body and into the tail fin. Now the juvenile Korean angel, like others in the Panacanthus group, is black with white and bright blue striping. Yet this juvenile has much more black instead of the almost even width in coloring of other species. The very last white stripe makes a crude C-shape that at times can combine with the white stripe at the base of the tail fin to form a circle. This may be due to the location where it originates from. A young Korean angelfish looks very similar to a juvenile emperor angel. Now, the Korean angel grows to be about 15 inches and can have a lifespan of over 21 years in captivity. The Korean angel is moderate in care because of the size of the tank needed and the need for good water quality. In a tank of 225 gallons or more, the Korean angel will be easy to moderately easy as adults. As with other angels, they will not do well if the tank is near foot traffic. This will stress them, which can cause illness and not eating. Aquarium hardiness, they are 
Now let's talk about feeding the Koran angelfish. Now Koran angelfish are omnivores. In the wild they eat a wide variety of sponges, tunicates, algae, and other encresting animals. It is important that you feed angelfish all kinds of live, frozen, and prepared formula foods. Feed vegetable-based foods as well as meaty foods like chopped squid, scallops, and shrimp. Now, my emperor angel likes mussels, so I also recommend feeding mussels that your angelfish are going to like. Prepared foods with marine sponge is essential. A good formula that can be made at home consists of mussels, shrimp, squid, and spinach. Most foods offer color-enhancing qualities which are helpful. Feed three or more times a day. Now we're going to talk about one of my favorite angelfish that a lot of people think is kind of ugly, but I like it. I haven't seen one in my area yet, and that is a cream or yellowtail angelfish. They need a tank size of 70 gallons. They're very easy to care for. Their tank condition 72 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit, salinity 1.20 to 1.25, and their pH is 8.1 to 8.4. They are aggressive, and they can grow to 8 inches. And they can be kept with reefs, but caution, because they may nip at corals. Now, the cream angel is also referred to as the Indian yellowtail angel, cream angel, or yellowtail black angel. That is just some information from Live Aquaria. It requires a minimum of a 70-gallon aquarium with, or larger with lots of hiding places and live rock for grazing. It is prone to nip at stony and soft corals and clam mantles. Only one specimen should be kept per tank. As with other angelfish, the diet should include spirulina, marine algae, high-quality angelfish preparations, mysis or frozen shrimp, and other meaty items. Now let's talk about a beautiful pomacanthus angel known as the blue-faced angel. The blue-faced angel is a gorgeous fish. It grows to a length of about 14 inches. Its colors are dynamic and so creative. This fish has scales on its body that are deep blue, trimmed in a yellowish green. The bright yellow dorsal fin has a deep blue dot, while the deep blue face has a bright yellow or orange mask. The chin area and pectoral fin are also bright yellow or orange, providing a sharp contrast between its head and body. All in all, this colorful, highly contrasted beauty makes a prize showpiece in the saltwater aquarium. It is hard to confuse this insanely gorgeous angel with any other. They are not as aggressive as others in the Pomacanthus genus, but unfortunately they're not as hardy either. Being less adaptive than others in their genus, they are a rather hard fish to keep, so are suggested for an intermediate or more experienced aquarist. Tank size is very important to keep them healthy. They will need a very large tank. A juvenile can start out in a 125, 
But as adults, they really need at least 225 to 275 gallons. With the proper setup, it is possible to keep them for a long time. They have been reported to have a lifespan of over 21 years in captivity. These angelfish are more prone to stress than other fish of the same size when not provided with a large amount of swimming room. Stress results in a lack of proper adult coloration and a shorter lifespan. It is suggested that you buy a specimen that is under 8 inches as larger angelfish have a harder time adjusting and the morality rate is higher. Make sure the tank is at least 6 months old with plenty of live rock. With their shy nature, they need several hiding areas to feel secure. So provide rocks with cave type formations as places of refuge and comfort. A well established tank with plenty of natural growing sponges and algae will also help them to adjust. Now, this angelfish is not considered 100% reef safe because they will snack on zoanthids, trinacid clams, large polyp stony corals, LPS, and some soft corals. The blue faced angel is moderately hard to advance in difficulty. Young specimens under 8 inches seem to adapt better to aquarium life than angels. Like all Pomacanthus angelfish, good water quality is needed along with a large tank to properly house this fish. So they are moderately hardy. Moderately hardy with a large tank, otherwise difficult. Obtain fish that is 2.5 to 6 inches for best results, and this fish gets 15 inches. The blue-faced angels are omnivores, so like the other of the pamacanthus, uh, they eat a wide variety of sponges and other animals. So you should feed all kinds of live, frozen, and prepared foods. Same things you would feed the emperor or the Korean, you can feed the blue-faced angel. Let's talk about my, one of my personal favorite angelfish here, and I want to talk about the Majestic Angelfish. My local fish store here in Springfield, Mass, School of Fish, Inc. has a very beautiful Majestic Angel right now. Now, the Majestic Angel is also known as the Blue Girdle Angel, and it is an incredibly attractive the adult becomes a striking beauty with a bright yellow to orange body and face. And it has intense, deep, beautiful blues. It is named for its color pattern, which suggests a girdled appearance that is straightened with outlines of vibrant neon blues. The juvenile of this species has the more typical coloring of all the pomacanthus youth. It is black with light blue curved vertical stripes, but it is rarely seen at this stage. At just two and a half to three inches, it begins to change color to that of the adult. These angelfish are one of the slowest growers and rarely get up to ten inches in captivity. But even though they are not quite as big as other pomacanthus, they still need a larger tank than others of similar size. 
of all the species in the Pomacanthus family, this angelfish is the shyest. It needs several caves to dart in to help it adjust when first acquired. When added as a new addition to an established aquarium, it is painfully shy, which could be a problem when trying to feed it. This is not the case with others from this genus, which makes them new unique. Buying a younger specimen is suggested, as they can adapt to captive care much better than a full-grown adult. The blue, the blue girdle angelfish is suggested for the advanced aquarist. It is considered difficult because of the need for excellent water quality, moderate to high lighting, and a larger tank of at least 100 gallons. With the proper aquarium parameters met, they are moderately difficult. Feed live food such as myasis or gut-loaded brine shrimp to entice them to eat. And need lots of hiding places and natural growing foods such as sponge, tunicate, and algae with a mature established tank. Although this fish is shy, as with any angelfish, it does not tolerate most other angels unless it is the opposite sex of its same species. It's easy going with other fish and seems to do well with dwarf angels as well as tangs. Alright, that is the majestic angelfish. Now let's talk about the Anularis angel, also known as the Blue Ring Angel. Now this is a very hardy fish, and it makes a great addition to a fish-only aquarium. Now the Blue Ring Angel fish gets to be about 12 or 13 inches in length. Actually, the blue-faced angel could get bigger than that as well, so 180 gallon or bigger is recommended. Feed a varied diet consisting of large chunks of meaty food. Last but not least, we have the queen angel. They get 18 inches and they require 100 gallons. So those are some of the most common large angels you will see. Other large angel fish include the Rock Beauty Angel, the Lamarck Angel, the Multi Bard Angel, French and Black Angels, and Regal Angelfish. Now I do apologize for any background information that you might hear, or any background noise that you might hear. I'm doing this show with my brand new microphone, but it should be hearable. You should be able to hear me clearly. You should be able to hear my voice clearly on today's show. Alright, we're going to go ahead and take our very short commercial break. You're going to hear one song during today's commercial. Matter of fact, I'm going to play one song on every show's commercial, followed by our quick commercials by Carib Sea and Blue Zoo Aquatics and a few others. Coming up next here on Aquatic Wetline Saltwater Angelfish Chat, I'm going to have a discussion on the different kinds of dwarf angelfish, including flame angels, bicolor angels, and coral beauty angels. I'll answer the question, are saltwater angelfish hard to keep? I'll discuss the difference between large saltwater angels and dwarf angels and much more. So don't go anywhere, folks.
you never seen a white person before. Jaws all on the floor like Pam, like Tommy just burst in the door. We started whooping her ass first and before they first were divorced, sewing her over furniture. It's the return of the... Oh, wait, no, wait, you're kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? And Dr. Dre said... Nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. Uh-huh. Feminist women love Eminem. Chicka, 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 slim shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him walking around, grabbing his you-know-what, flipping the you-know-who. Yeah, but he's so cute, though. Yeah, I probably got a couple of screws up in my head loose, but no worse than what's going on in your parents' bedroom. Sometimes I want to get on TV and just let loose, but can't. But it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. And if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. And that's the message that we deliver to little kids and expect them not to know what a woman's glitter is. Is. Of course they're gonna know what in the course is By the time they hit fourth grade They got the Discovery Channel Don't they? We ain't nothing but mammals Well, some of us cannibals Who cut other people open like cantaloupes But if we can hump dead animals and antelopes Then there's no reason that a man and another man can't elope But if you feel like I feel, I got the antidote Women wave your pantyhose Sing the chorus and it goes I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just demonstrating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Please stand up Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half of you critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? You guys can just lie to get me here so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears. You think Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over who she gave head to first. Little bitch, put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim. <laughs> I said, download her audio on MP3 and show the whole world how you gave him an MVD. All you do is annoy me, so I have been sitting here to destroy you. And there's a million of us just like me, who cuss like me, who just don't give a fuck like me, who dress like me, walk, talk, and act like me, and just might be the next best thing, but not quite me. I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up, please stand up. Cause I'm only giving you things you joke about with your friends inside your living room The only difference is I got the balls to say it in front of y'all And I don't gotta be false or sugar-coated at all I just get on the mic and spit it and whether you like to admit it I just shit it better than 90% of you rappers out can Then you wonder how can kids eat up these albums like volumes It's funny, cause at the rate I'm going when I'm 30 I'll be the only person in a nursing home flirting Pins the nurse's asses when I'm jacking off a Jergens and I'm jerking But this whole bag of Viagra isn't working And every single person is a slim shady lurking He could be working at Burger King on your onion ring, or in the parking lot circling, screaming, I don't give a fuck, with his windows down and his system up, so will the real shady please stand up, and put one of those fingers on each hand up, and be proud to be out of your mind, and out of control, and one more time, loud as you can, how does it go? I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real shady, all you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up, please stand up, please stand up, cause I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real shady, all you other Slim Okay. Let's all stand up. 
Carob Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carob Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carob Sea a try. Check us out at CarobSea.com. Tonight's episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Blue Zoo Aquatics. Saltwater Fish Keeper's one-stop online source for the best saltwater, livestock, and equipment. Now, through May 31st, 2016, listeners of the American Variety Network can save 15% off their order using coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL, AVN April Deal, in capital letters. Blue Zoo Aquatics now presents this episode of American Variety Network. Calling all Android and iPhone users. The American Variety Network now has an app that you can download. On this app, you can listen to any of our over 300 episodes of the American Variety Network. You can watch American Variety Network and see the posts that are made on our Facebook page with the latest show news and more. To download the American Variety Network app, simply go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store and search American Variety Network and click download. You are going to enjoy this app as you can listen to any of our podcasts on the go or watch our videos. Download our app, American Variety Network, and enjoy. You are now tuned in to the one and only Fish Keeping Podcast on Blog Talk Radio that started it all. The Aquatic Wetline has something for you. What is Alex going to discuss next? Let's get back to the show to find out. Now, back to Aqua Alex. You are listening live to the Aquatic Wetline Radio Show, hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. What's swimming in the tank today? What tropical fish are we talking about today? Let's dive into the fish tank and find out. We'll see you right now here on the Aquatic Wetline. Enjoy the show. All right, saltwater fish keepers, welcome back to the Aquatic Wetline here on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Aqua Alex. We're back from our short commercial break. Tonight, I'm talking about saltwater angelfish, a very beautiful, majestic, and graceful animal. Now, before commercial break, I gave out some wonderful information on angelfish, and I talked about the larger angelfish species, the palmacansis species, and that took about 42 minutes. Now, I'm getting ready to talk about the dwarf angelfish. 
angelfish species, and a little bit more information on angelfish. I'll talk about if angelfish are for beginners in saltwater, can angelfish live in a reef system, and some other stuff that you guys will like to know. So let's get back into it. Right now I'm going to talk about the dwarf angelfish. And I'm going to start with my personal favorite of the dwarf angels, and that's the flame angel. I'm actually going to be getting a flame angel next month to go with my personal emperor angel. Now, the flame angel is perhaps one of the most colorful and attractive of the commonly available pygmy marine angelfish. The dwarf flame angel has a striking red or orange body with vertical black bars in the midsection. Now, the good news is that the flame angel only gets to be about four inches and could be the prized specimen in any tank. But... The flame major, like most saltwater fish, is fairly expensive, they don't ship very well, and may bully other dwarf angelfish or smaller tank mates. But we know to only keep one dwarf angelfish per aquarium anyway, so it shouldn't really matter. Now, flame angelfish need a tank with moderate to high water circulation, better than average water quality, very low or zero nitrates, and plenty of live rock. They will graze on the live rock in between meals and use any hiding places provided by the live rock when they feel threatened. When it comes to eating, they are not as picky as some other saltwater fish. They seem to really like the frozen marine foods, live and flake foods. Definitely plan on using some dried allergy supplements like nori if not enough is present on the live rock in your tank to avoid any nutritional disorders. Now, flame angels, unfortunately, are often shipped with some type of saltwater fish disease and the use of a quarantine tank before introducing them into your main tank is a must. Because flame angel fish can be quite expensive, though not as expensive as some of the larger angel fish, it is a good idea to ask the fish dwarf to hold them for a couple of weeks before you bring them home. As far as Reef tank compatibility goes. Some reefers have kept them with no problems at all, and some had to remove them because they are picking at the corals or clams. Flame angelfish care level. Easy to moderate. Acclimate this fish slowly to your tank. Don't rush. They get four inches. They can live five to seven years or longer. pH is 8.1 to 8.4. Salinity 1.020 to 1.026. They may become territorial and aggressive towards other dwarf angelfish, but they can live with tangs, damsels, rabbitfish, foxfish, butterflies, a wide variety of other fish. Aquarium size should be 30 gallons or bigger. Avoid keeping them with larger eels, lionfish, or any fish large enough to eat them. Keeping them in a reef tank seems to be hit or miss, so use caution. They're omnivorous, but try to give them a balanced diet of algae and meaty marine foods. 
the bicolor angel. I'm so tempted to try a bicolor angel, and I just may, if my local fish store or the place I'm order online is out of flame, I'll probably try a bicolor. But it seems to be an angel that people call difficult. Now, the bicolor angel is one of the most easily recognized fish. It is bright yellow, front half contrasting with the deep royal blue on its back half, giving it a striking coloration, hence the name bicolor, because it's got yellow and blue. A number of descriptive common names are used for this dwarf angel, including two colored angelfish, black and gold or blue and gold angel, Pacific rock beauty angel, and the oriole angelfish. So all my Baltimore Oriole fans out there, you've got your very own angelfish. Although the bicolor angel is a very popular fish, it is not necessarily a good angelfish for a reef aquarium. Out of all the dwarf angels, the bicolor is the least reef friendly. Getting a juvenile is your best bet as they are ready eaters and can be more easily trained to aquarium fare. Larger specimens may tend to only feed some on algae, often preferring corals, large polyps, corals, tunicates, sponges, and worms, and may nip the mantles of clams. Yet this angel makes up for its lack of coral compatibility with its brilliant color. It is great for a fish only with live rock aquarium. Now, this is a good-sized dwarf angel because it reaches up to 6 inches in length. This fish is not as easy to keep as many other angels. In its captive history, even a vintage aquarist couldn't keep the bicolor angel beyond an acclimation period. But today, with more net-catching methods being employed in collection, this beauty is now considered much easier to keep in captive systems. A decent-sized tank, at least 55 to 60 gallons, with algae growing on live rock is recommended. Make sure they are offered lots of hiding places and a diet which includes vegetable matter, small crustaceans, and worms. They are aggressive for dwarf angels, so they need to be kept in a tank bigger than 75 gallons. Keeping with more semi-aggressive to aggressive fish would be advisable. Like I said, they get 6 inches, and small juveniles adjust easier to captivity and will eat a wide range of food. Alright, so, like I said, you can feed them the same thing you're going to feed your Emperor Angel, your Flame Angel, and the other angelfish. Now let's talk about the Coral Beauty Angelfish. This is a very popular angel. It reaches only 4 inches in length, so it's perfect for just about any size aquarium. It's an attractive fish that varies in its intensity of coloration and patterning, depending on where it is collected in the wild. You've got your regular Coral Beauty Angel, then you've got your Ultra Coral Beauty Angel, which is ultra sexy. Yes, it's a very sexy dwarf angel. Now, they are typically red or orange with dark bluish striping and a purplish head and fins. But some are blue all over, while others can be orange, pale, yellow, and even white. 
Now, this is a very hardy dwarf angel, as I mentioned, that is generally resistant to disease and uh, relatively peaceful fish. However, they are really uh, susceptible to diseases if kept in a dirty aquarium. So make sure that your tank is clean with water, has clean water in it. They do very little or no harm to inverts, although they may be inclined to occasionally peck at two worms or coral polyps. So this is actually a reef safe uh, angel with caution. So make sure they have a lot of hiding places, as with many of the angels we talked about tonight, because they will need to hide as well when stressed. Make sure with the Coral Beauty Angel, though, if you're thinking about getting one, look for a specimen that is alert, eating, and kind of chubby. They should be hard to catch, yet curious enough that if startled, they will come right back out of their hiding place to see their surroundings. And like I said, they grow to four inches in length. The Coral Beauty Angels are easy to care for, very hardy, and generally good eaters, and they are good for beginners. The next dwarf angel is the Lemon Peel Angel. The Lemon Peel Angel gets about five and a half inches. The popularity of the Lemon Peel Angel is due to its striking coloration. I would get a Lemon Peel Angel for my personal 120-gallon display, but I've got a yellow tang. I've got three... Uh, fox face rabbit fish, well, two one spot and a regular fox face roll. So I've got a feeling that if I added another yellow fish, my tang and my three fox faces would constantly attack the poor lemon peel angel. So I better off with a flame or a bicolor. But the lemon peel angel is similar in behavior and hardiness to other of the dwarf angels, but they're much easier to keep than the um, uh, bicolor, excuse me. So the lemon peel angel gets five and a half inches, like I said, and they're going to eat the same thing that you can see to your other dwarf angels, and you should use a, a mature tank that is at least 55 gallons in length. There are a few other dwarf angels out there, like the uh, multi-color angel. Uh, there's the uh, Brazilian flameback angel, I think it's called. There's the six-bar angel, and some other ones that are out there. So... Now let's get to some final uh, topics that I wanted to talk about on today's show. The first is whether or not angelfish are easy to keep and if they are for beginners. Yes, I will say that certain angelfish can be kept by beginners. These species include any of the dwarf angelfish species. These include the emperor and Koran angel and the cream tail angel. So if you are a beginner and you're interested in keeping a saltwater angel in your aquarium, make sure you do your research. Research every kind of angelfish out there. Find one that will not outgrow your aquarium and find one that is really hardy to keep. Now, I have a friend named Jason who um, has had trouble keeping emperor angels, and he advised me that emperor angels are hard to keep, but so far, so good. I'm having a good time with my, I haven't had any issues with my emperor angel, so 
as of today, I'm going to say that a beginner could keep an Emperor Angel as long as they had a very large aquarium, because they do get pretty big and pretty fast. Now, one of the reasons why I personally like the Emperor Angel out of them all, in general, is the color transformation. You know, my favorite part of angelfish and saltwater in general is the color transformation. But a um, emperor angel changes so much that if you had a camera, you could put together a slideshow. That is really, really good. But to answer the question, yes, angelfish are easy to keep. Now, can I keep dwarf angels with large angels? Yes, you can. Uh, just make sure that um, the large angel and dwarf angel are similar in size to avoid any particular issues. Can angelfish be kept in a reef system? Your large angels? No. None of the large angels are safe in a reef system. Some of the dwarf angels, like the Coral Beauty, the Flame, and the Lemon Peel Angel, can be kept in a reef system. They can, but with caution, because they still may pick at your corals. Please, folks, please, I'm warning you, you can keep them in a reef, but with caution. Please, if they eat your corals, don't come knocking on my door and kicking my ass. It's with caution. You can keep them with caution. Now, would I recommend you to keep a angelfish? Yes, they're an absolutely gorgeous fish. If you want a show-stopping fish in your aquarium, then a saltwater angelfish is for you. I personally recommend the Emperor Angel. Emperor Angels are gorgeous and they are stunning. Check out the Emperor Angels. Alright guys, this has been a really fun show for me to do. I hope you find my new broadcasting style a little bit better and more interesting for you. I hope this was an informal and entertain entertaining show. Alright, tropical fish keepers and saltwater enthusiasts, thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I'd like to remind you that you can save 15% off your order from Blue Zoo Aquatics by using the coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL, all in capital letters. On Blue Zoo Aquatics, you can get Saltwater Angels Large and Saltwater Angels Dwarf. You can get tangs, triggers, puffers, wrasses eels, groupers, and some other awesome fish. You can also get corals and live rock and inverts. You get 15% off your entire order. Just use the coupon code AVNAPRILDEAL and you'll save some money. BlueViewAquatics.com Fish Keepers, please check out my YouTube channel, 413FishDude, where you can see video of my Emperor Angel and all of my saltwater fish. I hope you guys have enjoyed this show and have learned a lot about 
Saltwater Angels. Our next Saltwater Fish Show is going to be after our 350th episode, and it's going to be on Hawkfish. With that being said, good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. We really appreciate your listen. Feel free to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. American Variety Network. Good night, everyone.